Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Just Make the Thing, a podcast for people like me who want to start a thing and bloody keep on making it. I'm your host, Claire, and if I sound a little angry, it's because my two front teeth have gone or more importantly, they're shattered and they're somewhere on the road and I don't know where they are. So I have a story. Last Friday, after reading Hillary Clinton's book, What Happened, and finishing on the chapter Grit and Gratitude, I went running, fell over some gravel on the path, and landed on a brick. Yeah, that's right. On a brick. As I lay there on the road for a couple of seconds, A, contemplating just how ridiculous life is, and really just panicking, A man pulled over in his car and asked if I was okay. So you would think that the typical response would be, hell no, I'm lying on the road, not for fun. My dog is almost running into the oncoming traffic and I'm bleeding from my face. But instead I said yes, while managing to spit blood and shattered teeth everywhere. I would love to say from this point onwards that I was cool as a cucumber, knew exactly what I was doing, thanked him, got his name so I could write him a lovely thank you card and then walked myself on home with my broken face. But instead, and actually understandably, I stumbled down the road crying and shouting with a massive gap in my face that I needed to call my husband while the podcast on my phone kept blaring so I couldn't figure out how to actually get him on the phone. Eventually, I managed to get him and he came running down the road around the corner. He bundled me up, screaming and shaking into the house, then ran out with a torch to look for my teeth while calling my mum and his parents. After I calmed down a little and slumped into my chair at the kitchen table, I had one persistent thought. I'm bloody done. I'm not learning anything from this. I'm really not. I'm really not learning anything from this. I really mean it this time. Unfortunately, or actually more fortunately in this case, I've begrudgingly learned a few things I didn't know I didn't know. A. I knew that James was strong and I knew that he was funny and that my mum and his parents and my family and friends were pretty great. But I just didn't know how great. B. Even when the worst things happen and you have no teeth in your face, you can still laugh. C. I really did love my slightly crooked two front teeth. D. Don't go running without your glasses in the dark, people. E. There is always always, always someone worse off than you. F. 
Sometimes it's okay to just feel all the feelings and give up for a few days and eat chocolate cake out of one side of your mouth. This episode was recorded before what I affectionately now call the series of unfortunate events. It feels like a time capsule, like life is playing a bit of a joke on me. It's a lesson that you really have absolutely no freaking idea what is around the corner. Anyway, this episode's about overcommitting and finding balance. I could think of better ways to find balance in my life than smashing my face on a brick, but hey, I probably needed the wake-up call. I needed to cut myself some slack. So, if you're someone out there making a thing, be kind to yourself. Get some sleep. Don't always say yes. Be brave enough to say no. Prioritise yourself because you can't look after other people if you don't look after yourself first. And uh, most importantly, don't go running in the dark without your glasses. On with the episode. Lean back when we laugh. Just a little away from the microphone so that it doesn't like get super loud in people's ears. Okay. So like, ha, <laughs> 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 Maybe not quite. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was the worst fake laughing. I know. Okay. This is really bad. Anyway, oh, I feel God. like it's, it's all right. It's okay. Yep. So um, let's just start our episode. So today we are in Chanel's apartment. Yes. Yeah. I and it is so place. messy. I'm so embarrassed. Are you insane? It is it's so like, messy. It's the nice. There's like folded blankets and like a beautiful clean floor. It's yeah. really cool. Oh, and man. it has this view of the city. It's like what I used to be like before I had kids <laughs> and was just tired a lot. You're still very cool in my eyes. Thanks, mate. Well, you are especially cool because you bought cool tracksuits <laughs> because your husband, Goran, decided to go on a rant last night about how uncool you were. Correct. Correct. I don't know if Adidas tracksuit pants equal coolness. I don't know what. I don't think there's an episode of The Simpsons where Marge is like, how the hell do you be cool? I really don't know. And I think I've always resigned to myself to the fact that I'm a bit nerdy because I've always liked school. Mm. But also because I'm dark skinned, doesn't that give me some cachet? Like I don't know some sort of form of racism. Like it makes you gangster. Or yeah, something. I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, surely that's sufficient enough to like, confuse people into thinking I might not be Give super nerdy. street cred. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. I don't know whether that actually happens. So. I, I think you've got street cred. Oh, thanks. I've never heard you rap or anything. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I'd be terrible at it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Believe in yourself. Yes. Yeah, Believe in yourself. Now that you've got your Adidas pants and your Reebok runners. Maybe. Maybe I should start. super cool. <laughs> yeah, according to Goran. So that is it. Who is playing basketball in the rain today? Yes, indeed. He indeed. Anyway, well, we had a topic that is very timely for both of us. Mm. that overcommitting. Yes. Because we're both so overcommitted. We should be committed yes. to some kind of institution. We, yes. Oh, that was good. Wouldn't I like that. Nice. It'd be quiet. Oh. Everything would be white. There'd be no, nothing dirty on the spray. floor. <laughs> they, and they bring you weird meals on a tray. Yeah. And they just like, Chanel, here's your meal. And here's some tablets. Take these and then go to sleep. Yeah. You just stare at some white walls. <laughs> okay, God, it does sound a little scary. But it does but is that bad when your life sounds like it would be nice to just be locked up in an institution 
would be quiet there. No, so I'm feeling overcommitted and Mm. you're feeling overcommitted. Yeah, so why are you feeling overcommitted this week? Oh, gosh. I'm feeling overcommitted because... At the moment, I'm a company of me (laughs) and (laughs) my husband and Meso and we've got lots of people working for us and podcasters, but really I'm the one calling all the business things because James loves doing all the creative stuff and all of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And and there's just been lots of cool things that are coming across to us now and different brands. We've started doing a Movement Watchers campaign across all of our shows and we... um, have got yeah another big brand that's just signed on board with us and so all of those things are happening and people have been interested in investing in our Ooh. company which as i said on the podcast uh before i don't know how that works it sounds so, very grown up so though literally i did google <laughs> last night why do people invest in <laughs> no i do know a bit about it i've been doing some research yeah but i was just trying to figure out what structure and and whether we need like people who are more savvy than me mm-hmm. to be working with me. So all of those are big decisions, like mm. exciting decisions, but it does make my head spin a bit. But in a good way. It takes way. a lot of mental energy to get your head around a completely new, mm. like, way of thinking and looking at the world as well, well, I think. Yeah, and I think now I'm talking it out loud, this feels like therapy, but I've been really learning completely new things. Yeah. in the Like I've come from the world of kids, as we discussed last yep. episode, where everyone is collaborative and everyone just shares everything and mm. you don't have to have anything in writing and everyone's just fun. I mean, it's hard work, but it's, you know, kids mm. and it's awesome. And now I'm in this adult world where you feel like everybody has an agenda and everybody's messaging being like, let's catch up for coffee and talk about blah. Mm-hmm. And I, and let's have work drinks and let's li- liaison and schmooze. <laughs> I don't know what that even means. And so, <laughs> so that's kind of been interesting. Also this week, we are going to auction for a house on that's Saturday. so exciting. I know. And then the day before I'm speaking at on a panel at this conference in Sydney, which for some reason feels more nerve-wracking than the one in Copenhagen, maybe mm. because it's the ABC and I know what the ABC is. Whereas yeah, over there, right. you know, I mean, the BBC still sounds real, but it was kind of like a magical adventure far away from home. Like, this feels more <laughs> legitimate. I yeah. don't know. So I'm speaking at a panel which for OzPod, which is really, really That's exciting. amazing. Yeah, it is really, really exciting. Everyone seems really great. So I'm going to be talking about why I quit my day job. Cool. I know. So yeah, so that's kind of fun. But I am flying up um, the night before because there's schmoozy drinks Ooh. on the night. And then also I'm having some really big meetings with some people who may want to you know, invest in our company or at least talk about what our future goals are, which is really exciting. But all of that is happening. And then the Saturday is the auction and James has flown to LA today. So I'm a single mother. Oh, man. I know. I don't know what you're complaining about. That doesn't sound difficult at all. (laughs) I know, know, right? And then the day after, which does not sound difficult, we're flying to Hawaii. (laughs) Yes. Which is awesome. But yeah, when you have a child, a holiday sometimes feels more like an achievement. Yes, indeed. So anyway, so there's just loads of bits and bobs plus i've got all these amazing interviews well i think they're amazing mm. banked up to edit so that have been exciting my computer yeah but i just actually need to get to editing them to share yeah. them with everybody so anywho that's why i'm feeling overcommitted why are you feeling overcommitted well um so the last few weeks have been pretty crazy and busy at work and 
I'm kind of wrapping up the end of my yoga course now, which is just catching up on homework, getting to lectures, um, and just intermittently still teaching um, Thursday nights and um, somewhere in between submitting homework and taking on extra projects at my day job, I managed to get it cold, which was very inopportune and quite rude. <laughs> he submitted to a cold. <laughs> I was very uh, annoyed. Yeah. Um, and so um, being a team of one, being a cold is incredibly inconvenient. <laughs> because- yeah, we were talking about that, being a team of one. You can't ring up and just call in sick anymore. You can't. And you can't delegate to anybody else. No. So when something isn't done, then it's not done. So you just have to do it. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, yeah, I think I found it a bit of a struggle this week just because on top of all of those things, I had to I was – I had to do an interview for the job that I'm currently in for a more permanent position, which went really well, even though I was spluttering and coughing all the way through it (laughs) um, and had far too many Sudafeds, but that's okay. (laughs) Hey, whatever gets you through, mate. Mm -hmm. And I've had to, um, yeah. And so, and with also with all my work commitments, what that's meant in terms of my studies, I've missed a couple of lectures. I've been playing catch up. So I've just, I've just felt my brain's just quite scattered. Mm. And then um, yesterday, so Friday morning, was my very first kids' yoga class. So I had to prep for that. Hooray! Yay. How did it go? I oh, man. To ask you, how did it oh, go? Oh, God. It was like <laughs> the perfect combination of like, like heart-filling warmness and just Ooh. chaos. <laughs> yeah. That is like seven years to making and that sums it up beautifully. That's just my whole career. Uh, and there was just, I mean, I was really, I was so lucky to have, um, to have Nadia around to, to help me just put some order and structure into things. I think we talked about this last yeah, time. Um, and I had like a plan, right? But then there were just things I just didn't think about. Mm. I said, everybody, okay, everyone, I've got yoga mats for all of you. And so all these seven-year-olds are just staring at me like, Okay. And Nadia's like, everybody line up behind oh, me. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, right. Of course. <laughs> like, what are they supposed to do with them? <laughs> and how, yeah, actually, that is so funny because mm. it's so ingrained in me now. But yeah, ev- particularly for littlies, every bit of stuff, you need to figure out how you're going to even get it to them without it becoming yeah. a shit fight. Yeah. And people like they jumping were like, over each other. I was like, this is not going to go well unless there's some order. So she was very great. She was great with that. And she said, okay, Chanel. She's like, so, and so they're all holding onto these yoga mats and they're staring at me. And she's like, so where do you want them to put them? And I was like, oh, yes, right. <laughs> In straight lines, lengthways. And she's like, okay, everybody, one after another, line up after me. Mm. And they were following the instructions. And like one of them, one of the yoga mats was like still stuck together. And she's like, mine's broken. <laughs> so just, just things like that. And then they were sitting on their mats and I was like, take off your shoes if you like. And they were looking at me and I was like, Take off your shoes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's an instruction and not like a, a request. <laughs> no kids panic when you give them like yeah. a, if you lie. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah. that's the thing. If I, I had adults, I'd say, if it's available to you, yeah. do X, Y, and Z. If you feel comfortable. Yeah. So no. um, once kids, you, if, if you've, even if you're uncomfortable, yeah, like, just take do it. them off. Take your shoes <laughs> off. And, and if you need help, then put up your hand. Mm. So we... After those teething issues, we actually, we did some breathing and it was beautiful. Like they were so good. 
and actually even Nadia was saying she's like I was quite surprised how well they followed that stuff yeah. um, and the posing the poses and stuff was good the balancing and stuff was good the part where things went a bit pear-shaped was the <laughs> relaxation I was like okay everybody lie down oh my god Sorry. I was like lie down and close your eyes mm. and like the bell rang and there were kids coming out and they were like yeah, <laughs> looking yeah. from side to side. I was like, close your eyes, 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 close your eyes. I was like, everybody sit up. <laughs> <laughs> Did not work. I was like, noted, okay. Seven-year-olds can't quite get to that point no. in time. But it was all a good learning experience and it was so much fun. They were just so, so cute. So cute. They're such a good age. Oh, my I God. They were age. just so much fun. I had the best time. Because, like, little ones like Preps who are about five years old, that's like herding cats. And they're super cute. But, man, it's so much <laughs> It's just so much hard work. Whereas seven-year-olds, it's still full on. But mm. they're just a really nice age. And they've kind of got their things together a little bit. And yeah. And, really um, yeah, I mean, there are a couple of things that I pre-prepared mentally. So I was like, I refrained from using lift up your right leg or your left leg because mm. that just wasn't going to work. No. Um, so I used visual cues to help them kind of figure it out and then mirrored them, or rather they mirrored me, um, which worked quite well and just, yeah, was very encouraging and kind of just had to be really slow and repeat the cues over it. And I expected that to happen, so it was all right. But um, I think I didn't anticipate how long it would take them to get themselves sorted to start in the first place so yeah. there's timing stuff I have to work through but I had such a good time like it, it was probably far more fun for me than it was for them but I just yeah I, ha- I loved it oh, I really did I'm so glad it's so nice to be around a completely different environment in even in, in a professional context where you're doing something like I, I've gone from sitting in front of a computer in silence being a team of one not moving to having to raise my voice like I've had to have to learn to resonate as well because I'm not used to yelling to the back of a hall. <laughs> yeah, it's an entirely new thing. Oh, I haven't thought about that. Yeah, um, with young kids and physically be moving around as well as talking and instructing all at the same time. So um, it's just an entirely different part of my brain, which I think has probably been asleep for longer than it should have. <laughs> yeah. That is one thing I really miss about teaching. It's that physicalness yeah. of just being up and down and all around and projecting. Do you know, actually, this is off topic a little bit, but with mm. projecting, I found in the first few weeks I was teaching or first few months, I would just lose my voice all the mm. time. But yep. it's like a muscle that you kind of, yeah. the more you do it. But there's a sort of skill in breathing mm-hmm. and the way that, because you do so much breath work anyway, but projecting your voice is, is about breath as well. Yeah. And the way that you kind of, structure it so you're not kind of shouting but you project but I also have a really loud voice anyway so (laughs) but yeah Yeah. there is something in that in the way that you project in everything so so that was awesome I'm really glad yeah no it was so good. good I'm just I mean yeah there's so much room for improvement it's not even funny but um as a general rule I think like it was a really positive and like fantastic experience and I was really glad to have Nadia there to, to support me 
Yeah. Um, and isn't it that thing about friends again? Oh, uh, yeah. Like when you, because you've done something hugely new and I was just saying, I'm, like what I'm doing is all yeah. new learning. Super new, yeah. Super new. But the only way that I'm surviving and I think that you would be the same in doing this new stuff is having people to support you either. Yep. Like professional people yep. who've been working and are, you know, in that space, adulting can teach you like your yep. yoga instructors or your like the colleagues in your class or whatever. Yeah. But also your friends who've done other stuff. Yeah. Um, or yeah, like Nadia um, or for me, it's, you know, James and Mason getting yep. their advice or some of our other podcasters and other creatives and, yeah. and just having all of those people in your corner or asking you or getting advice from them. Yeah. And this podcast too. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This podcast has been so good for me Oh, too. I know. Yeah. yeah. To be able to debrief and chat and run ideas past you. And so many people are out there like us battling away yeah. because we want to live a life that is is not just linear not yes. just yep. one thing you want to try that thing that makes your heart happy yeah. and yep. and explore other things and make something or do something and whatever it is it's really nice to know that there's more people out there giving it a go absolutely and yeah and for sure yeah so I think though and I think this is going back to over committing it's part of this whole thing though is working out your limit right mm. yep how are you feeling about your limit at the moment well, I feel like if I was in a video game that my energy levels will be at like the red bar at the bottom, <laughs> like nowhere near the green, like the opposite of like the green. You're almost dead. Like pretty much. Like I touch one more bad mushroom in Super Mario Brothers or like, you know, yeah. like then that's it for me. Yeah. If you're fighting the boss, you're kind of flashing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're nearly, you're nearly Exactly. Up. Yeah. So I think as far as the last couple of weeks have been, I have definitely – extended myself more than I would naturally like to and because and I don't know if you're the same because my brain is so active because I put all this stuff I have to get done I still feel like I can't actually relax even though I need to force myself it just feels very unnatural Mm. um and so getting sick has kind of forced it a little bit along like I've had to sleep because I literally can't get out of bed. <laughs> Your body's like, that's it. Yeah. I've had enough for now. You just need to get into bed. Get into bed, yeah. you silly woman. Yeah. Stop doing all the thousand things. Yeah, so I think yeah. um, I don't – yeah, I don't know whether I've ever properly learnt what my limit is. I don't know. What do you think? What? How about you? Have you been feeling? Um. Yeah, it's funny because I haven't got sick. Mm. 
I've just, but then, well, I did have that horrendous event that happened about, it's almost like a month ago now. But so my hemoglobin is low. Yeah. And my iron levels are low, which means I just feel like I'm a bit sludgy. Yes. Um, So it's hard to know how much of it is just having so much on my plate. Yeah. And how much of it is just. You still need to recover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I do think I've learned though over time, because I used to do this in teaching and as busy as I am now, nowhere near as busy and tired as I was when I was a teacher. Like mm-hmm. I can't even explain to you how exhausting, or you saw a tiny window of what it's like yep. for like an hour, right? Yeah. That, imagine that, eight hours a day, five times a week, plus doing all the preparation work yep. and everything outside. Like it's so exhausting. So I kind of learned through that that... um I need to go to bed and I need to sleep. Yeah. And so... Can you turn your brain off? No, see, this is the thing. Mm. Yeah, I'm finding at the moment that I... Yeah, I'm having difficulty turning my brain off because we get all these exciting emails that happen during the middle of the night because it's America. And so they're all awake while we're asleep. When I'm awake and the baby gets up... Mm Um, I sort of sneakily check my email and then I'll reply to a few emails yep. and all of a sudden it's 4am and I'm yep. still awake. Uh, yep. So yep. yeah, I'm trying to figure out that balance still. But part of this overcommitting thing is the yes thing. You mm. know, I don't know if you're like this, but I love to just say yes. Mm. Yes, I will. Of course I will. I totally will do that. Yes, yep. that sounds great. I'll, I'll just do it because I know I'll do it better. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll take on ch- in charge, you know, yep. I'll be in charge of all of it because I know I'll do it faster and better and you guys take forever or yep. whatever. And I've got to learn to say no or at least delegate or yeah. extend out the timelines where I can get things done. Uh, yeah, because if you say yes too much even though it's really exciting and fun, you end up having to deliver on it and then you end up bloody exhausted. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And yeah, it is really hard, especially when it's like a new creative venture and you want to be involved and give it all of your effort and Mm. energy. Mm. And you also want to be like, you want to ride the wave. So like when there's the excitement and the hype, you want to be involved in that. But, and it is really hard to say no sometimes. Mm. Um, but sometimes it's just necessary. So for example, next week I'm supposed to be teaching again, but I'm also supposed to be wrapping up my old job plus submitting an assignment plus being at the airport. So (laughs) I was like, I don't know how I'm going to physically do that. (laughs) Big Coburg. And at the airport at the same you know time. You should, get? you should get some kind of strap with your laptop around your neck. And then as you're walking to the airport, Goran can direct you and you can just be typing yeah. as you go or something, just working it out. So, oh, um, yeah, I had to sort of say, actually, I just don't think it's going to work because I just, I can just see like a, the car accident that will happen or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, it's when you yeah. stop being, and we had a class on mindfulness actually a couple of weeks ago. And she talked about how busy people's lives are and how um, mothers in particular, their lives have gotten even busier because kids' lives have gotten busier. Um, And the expectation that we all do so much all the time that we forget to actually check in with ourselves and how we're doing and that's how bad things happen. Yeah. You know, because you're just not paying attention and you're not present in the moment. Oh, it's so true. Do you know, I had the most incredible day on Monday 
I went to Hillsville with James and with the baby mm-hmm. in the car to visit this amazing artist called Claire James, which is weird. Oh, really? It was Claire James. <laughs> and I found her because there's this amazing website called The Design Files. So if you're a creative person and you love looking at visual artists and people who do creative things for a living, The Design Files tracks Australian creatives. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool website. And she herself, the girl who, um, I think it's Lucy Cohen. I think that's her name. I have mm-hmm. to check that. Um she runs the site and she started off just doing it from her house and yep. just built this incredible website. It's huge. Anyway, but I saw uh, Claire James, the artist, featured there and I just – one of those things where you just take a risk, I just emailed her out of the blue and said, hey, can I podcast you? Oh, and she was just like, cute. absolutely. So I, I went down mm. this like windy drive and I'll put up more of a story about her in the episode when I put up her interview. But – she was just this incredible person who just was living really sustainably with her two kids and her husband, who's a lecturer at Monash Uni, in this like little house on this big block of land. And they've just grown all their own veggies and they've got chooks and they've got these two cool ducks oh, and she had this amazing lovely. studio at the back. But what I felt the most about it was that she was so aware of the world yeah. Like aware of, she's so, so fascinated by the details in plants and the detail, like that's reflected in her artwork. And it just made me think, she was sort of saying how with kids too, we're doing all this busyness, but actually there's lots of things that are just free that you just sit and look at and suddenly the world's incredible. Like yeah. she was really obsessed with snails. Oh. <laughs> or just she takes people out into the forest and then gets them a little bucket and just tells them to just collect cool things that they notice on the forest floor. Yeah. And just that kind of mindfulness and ability to be present in the world. Yeah. And once you start noticing it, you know, things can kind of calm down a bit. Absolutely. Yeah. And we could all kind of, I think we could all benefit from just slowing down mm. in this technology age we live in where everything is instantaneous. Yeah. So the one other thing I kind of thought might be useful to raise is, um, so I'm trying to play catch up. I think I was saying before mm. I need to play catch up with my lectures because I've missed a few because I've been trying to work. Um, in my old job, I was working crazy hours and also trying to study and just wasn't doing either effectively so I had to miss lectures to go to work or be stay at work rather after hours and um I started panicking because I realized oh my god I don't know how I'm going to catch up I'm going to need to sit lectures sit through lectures extra lectures and probably maybe push out my exam and I was like oh god I'm not gonna be able to sit my exam on time and then I was like I'm not going to be able to sit my exam on time that's okay like that's not that big a deal in the scheme of things, <laughs> in, the, in the scheme of Trump is president, yes, and everything that's happening but and yeah, and all kinds of. Things. I was so yeah. petrified of not being able to make this twenty eighth September exam Deadline. date yeah. that the world was going to end, and I was like, and if I don't meet it, I'm not going to die, and things will work out, and maybe I might get some extra time to study and actually immerse myself in the reading and the research and just get a bit more time to sort of learn a little bit more and is that such a bad thing probably not so I just kind of had to check in with myself and be a little bit mindful and then realize it's actually it's all right it's not so bad it doesn't yeah exactly yeah I was totally freaking out about it but I was like what happens after September 28th I was like September 29 (laughs) 
30. The next day. <laughs> the next day. And then October. Yeah. The world continues. <laughs> it's fine. It's so true though, mm. right? It's so true. Yeah, it's so true. And I think inevitably when you're trying to build something or do something, there will be missed opportunities. Mm, and you can't take every single opportunity. It's liter- It's not physically possible, especially if you are like a lone ranger. Um, I like that image of us being like lone rangers, <laughs> just out on the range, just rocking around on a horse. I don't know, rocking on a horse? No, that's a rocking horse. Just sitting on a horse. Just riding along. With your cool Adidas exactly. <laughs> and your new balance. No, not new balance. My Reebok, Reebok shoes. Reebok exactly. shoes. And I'm um, just sitting on the horse. I know what I'm wearing. <laughs> just cruising on out. Easily, also cool stuff. Yeah, I'm cool sure. stuff. Exactly. But yeah, it is. It's it's um, it is. It's so important to remember and just stop for a minute and go. Hang on a second. All of these things that you're worried about are part of, you know, the difficulty around making something or doing yeah. that thing because it's new and it's a lot of learning and it's stressful. But also. Look at all the stuff. Like, yeah. Look back on all the things. And if you explained yourself, actually, I've um, yeah, just been talking to another friend about this. If you explained yourself and what you are doing to somebody else or saw you yourself, this is going to sound real weird, mm. but you saw yourself mm-hmm. as another person and said, there's Chanel. Mm. This is my friend Chanel. Chanel does this. Chanel does that. Mm. And list all the things. Be bloody blown away by that person. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And but when it's you, you're just stuck in it all, and it sucks. It's such yeah, bad. it's such a bad. The whole thing sucks, and you're in the woods, and everyone's like trudging along, and it's so freaking hard. And sometimes mm. you can look up and go, actually, no. Like James and I, I were talking about it the other night. Like mm. we were both complaining about our lives. Yeah. <laughs> then, then we both looked at each other and went. You know that we literally live at home, <laughs> so we don't have to get up any particular time other than the baby. And we work in this job where we get to talk to really interesting, creative people and make cool stuff that we enjoy. And we get to like be able to, you know, buy a house and go on holiday still and do all the fun things that we want to do yeah. and also be involved in the baby's life who just started walking and we were there, both there for when he yeah, did it. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, all of that stuff and you and you and then you think about other people in the world and what they're going through and so you can kind of go, yeah, life is actually really great and yeah. we're really lucky. And then the next day I'm just stressed and tired again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's hard to hold on to that sense of mm. um, gratitude. Yes. Yeah. That is the word we go back to hey, yeah. at the end. It's hard. It's hard to, which is why it's people really should try to make time for it once a day, even if it's just like 20 seconds, just Mm. stop. Like I was in the middle of a full blown panic attack when I was trying to drive between my lecture and my like 3.30 meeting on Thursday. And I was like, I'm stuck behind every slow car in Melbourne. (laughs) Literally. Why is everyone driving so slowly? I was like, okay. And I, I caught myself in this spiral of panicking and I was like, okay, hold on. Take a deep breath, deep breath in and out it's fine it's going to be all right worst case scenario you run late and then you just call your boss and you say i'm running late and that's it that's what happens it's real disaster yeah (laughs) world is coming exactly everything is bad yeah yeah 
it's so true in the end hey you do you have to take i've been taking that advice that you gave me about breathing mm. i'm just quicking the mic cord i'm probably making it noisy um, how's it how's it working for you yeah good mm. when i remember to do it yeah but it does it's suddenly you suddenly just taking those breaths mm. go okay in this moment in this particular little part of my day everything's okay yeah. It's all right. And yep. yeah, I actually, I don't know if you've heard of Eckhart Tolle. I yes. Too bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had something like that too, that if you're living moment to moment, even if you've been through something super traumatic, think about the actual moment you're in, not where this is headed or what's just mm. happened. This moment's okay. Yeah. And the next moment's okay. You're just having a cup of tea or you're having a hot shower or, mm. you know, whatever it is that will keep you kind of, grounded in that moment of the breath it really does actually help a lot yeah yep 100 percent. really help yeah and sleep we say oh. this a lot just sleep sleep is great it's so oh, yeah. restorative well yeah because it's sleep yeah it's designed that way yes our it's bodies just, are like get to bed yeah like bed. you need it just just do it people yeah just <laughs> Just, we should call this podcast, just go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go. Go to sleep. And go to bed early. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, gosh. I've got this terrible habit recently of mm. staying up, trying to work on my laptop and watching like British crime TV. <laughs> that is terribly traumatic. It's so Ooh. traumatic. And then I get fascinated because I love a bit of a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching this one, Hinterland, on Netflix, and it's so traumatic. <laughs> People get burned alive and oh there's like God. terrible stories about orphanages and suddenly it's midnight and I've watched it for like three hours while <laughs> doing what, like invoices. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I know. So mm. don't watch terrible TV <laughs> before bed. But if you do, also, another bit of advice I reckon is just be kind to yourself. Yeah. Hey, isn't that a massive thing? Yeah. Because you and me are both very hard on Yeah, I think so. It's so easy to focus on on all the stuff that you haven't done, like mm. you haven't achieved yet, mm-hmm. and then to look back and think, oh, God, I'm failing so miserably at all these things. And, yeah, you really just need to take a breather. And as much as um, comparisons can be unhealthy, they can also be useful in just giving you a little bit of perspective in life. Mm-hmm. So I'm turning into like... Some, I don't know, some kind of woman that's like, mm-hmm, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know, I'm making weird noises. That's something else I've discovered about the editing this show that I often go, mmm, ooh, like, it's so annoying. when you hear yourself back, you go, oh no, terrible, anyway, it's all right. Yeah, I agree. Comparison can, not too much comparison, mm. but a bit is good. A little bit of perspective. And just, yeah, perspective and a bit of kindness mm. to yourself. So you be kind to, yes. you, to your good self. Yes. You too. Uh-huh. And we're going to podcast next in Hawaii. We are! I'm, trying, I'm like, I was trying to do a luau, like a luau sound. What is a luau like, sound? I don't know, like a Hawaiian, like, I'm making the, this doing the waves I'm doing the wave with the hand, not on the podcast. It doesn't make any sense. Anywho, but yeah, we'll be on the beach. Oh, that'll be nice. Warm weather. Mean? Sunshine. I know. Oh. I know. I'm relaxing mm. with a two-year-old <laughs> and it's super relaxing yeah. no mum's mum my mum's coming too so that'll be awesome and yeah. we get to go to a wedding yeah it's yeah. all about love yeah we'll be tired but we'll be all right yep 
It'll be great. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So exciting. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that's it. I think so too. I think that's it. Yep. Okay. It's been lots of fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, get better, mate. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. And you survived the kids. Yes. Yeah. It was great. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Congrats on your new job too. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah. All happening. Okay. Next time I talk on this podcast, I might be a homeowner. Oh, my god! I know. Can you believe it? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Okay. Catch you around. Bye. <laughs> oh, no. My hand's gone numb. I'm holding it for too long. Okay. Let me press stop. You've been listening to a podcast called Just Make the Thing with me, Claire Tonti and Chanel Luchev. Hope you're okay out there. I hope none of you have impending dental work. Um, If you'd like to drop us a line about things that you're making, we'd love to get some emails at justmakethething at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at MakeTheThing or me at Mrs. Sunday Movies on Twitter. Uh, And you can also find us at our network website, www.planetbcasting.com. Okay, guys, have a great week. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.